Welcome back to the season finale of Gears and Beers, a show where freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk guns, gear, industry news, and dive deep with industry guests. Tonight on the show, we're joined by Sam, the owner of Shyworks, to discuss, you know, politicians saying dumb shit, Democrats saying dumb shit, awful bills being struck down, some interesting uh, products around uh, around the uh, space here. I'm your host, Box. I'm also joined by Sam. As I said, the owner of Shyworks. I was preferred Cerakote applicator. This show is brought to you by Shyworks. Sam, how about you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, if you guys aren't familiar with what we do, we're Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. So we uh, talk to you about how you want your gun to look and we make it a reality, whether that's a custom uh, battle worn or just a single color or a flag or a theme, however you want it to look. We're just doing some DeWalt ones. Um, so those are those are always popular. So just give us a shout at shyworks.com or on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, we can we can make it happen, make it a reality, whatever you want to want your gun to look like. Also, you can use coupon code LSLF10. That'll get you 10% off everything on the website. And uh, with Christmas coming up, you still got a little bit of time. So make sure you're, you're checking that out. Um, Shyworks.com, coupon code LSLF10. Absolutely. We're also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, brand building photography. Check them out on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. Ballistic Imagery, make an impact. Okay, so I on my script here, I usually I have it written as if I'm introducing a guest, and I totally read that part, and I shouldn't have. So I had to introduce you twice <laughs> early uh, tonight. Yeah, no worries. No worries. So uh, is everyone back with us? I know I th- it, YouTube is still down, but we should be good on Facebook. I'm going to try and get YouTube up here, Adam. Sam, yeah. Adam. Sam, I was trying to say read the comments on the on the broadcast. That's You don't have to look around at Facebook and all that shit. It's right there on the screen. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I was... <laughs> I was just seeing if anybody was over if YouTube was was broadcasting yet. So, um, no, you, what you were saying, you didn't see any comments when the oh, when, yeah, when it yeah, died. I gotcha. No, yeah, that was that was my bad. I'm a little slow. Excuse excuse my friend, he's a little slow. And I kept uh, trying so, to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you gonna do? So, uh, besides this uh, complete disaster of a of an intro, uh, how how's shit going, Box? Yeah, you know, <laughs> the same as usual. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. This, like I said, in the intro. Intro. This is our season finale, and then we're gonna take a month break. It's time for a break for old box. We can, we can say that. Not that I don't enjoy doing this, but I can use a little bit of a me time. We'll say. You want some me time, some time in the in the in the bathtub with some candles and some nice wine and mm, maybe some warm tea and a sweater. Yeah, you got a problem with that? <laughs> hey, no, you do you, man. <laughs> uh no, I hear you though. So this this entire month has been pretty well fucked. I'm ready for I'm ready for uh the entire year to be over, to be honest with you. So yeah. Entire month. It's the seventh. It's only been a week. 
I know it's that's just been how it's uh, how it's been going. So I got a new gun safe yesterday, uh, the other day. Of course, you know that because you had the pleasure of helping me move move it in here. Yeah, uh, that we came was, through. It was fun. Came through that particular door. It wasn't so bad. We used our brains most of the time rather than just brawn. So it worked out decent. But um, we got it in here. And, of course, we we it was in the back of my truck laying down. And we got it all the way in here, got it out of the truck in here, go to open it up, use the master key, uh, the master master code. And, you know, it sounds like it unlocks, the thing turns, and nothing. Just, it would not open. It's a Liberty Liberty gun safe, 64 gun safe. Big old boy. Uh, spent a lot of money on it. Drove a couple hours each way to get it. So we get this thing in here. It won't fucking open. I was not a happy camper. Uh, luckily, we ended up calling Liberty, and um, the guy that we talked to, it, did, it doesn't sound like he had a clue what was going on exactly. Uh, but he told us basically this was this was the plan. Just shake it really hard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're like, just you... throw this seven hundred pound safe around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you freaking kidding me? But thank, actually, we did. We ended up rocking it back and forth each way a little bit. And after about I don't know, it was about fifteen minutes or so, we we got the thing in and open. So now it's finally it's where it needs to go. Right here, it's bolted down. Lights are installed, so at least uh, at least that part uh, of this month has 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 turned out good. So I'm happy with that, at least. Oh, and you got your 3D printer too that you're ecstatic about. Surprised you I haven't did. brought that up yet. I did. I got a new 3D printer. This thing is badass. Okay, so this doesn't look like such a much, but this is a new. It's a wall attachment system. You can mount it on your wall. And build it as big as you want, and then you pop stuff in and out of it. Um, but anyway, on my other, my old 3D printer, this thing took about uh, between 10 and 11 hours to print. Guess how fast it prints on my new printer? It took how long before? Between 10 and 11 hours. 20 minutes. Fuck, it's not that good. It took It took two and a half to 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 print this and that's not it can go faster this is just kind of the middle of the road you know uh, uh speed but i'm pretty freaking impressed by it it's badass man it just you get to watching it and it's super entertaining to watch it's it's just it's just hauling ass it's pretty pretty crazy technology is getting absolutely nuts so i should be able to print a gun frame and now oh, i don't know i would say four or five hours probably so i'm pretty excited about that Thought about having you print me something, but I haven't found uh, found a plan for one I like yet. This one's pretty badass. This is this is my. Uh, it's kind of modeled after the Strike Industries frame, and I actually I love the way this one feels. So I'm pretty pretty stoked about it. Pretty neat. Oh, I mean not not a not a gun. <laughs> it's like oh. a little $15 piece that I just don't want to order because it also costs $15 to ship it, and I'm not about to do that <laughs> until well, I have yeah. to order something else. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, you sent me something uh, earlier today. You're like, and this is pretty fucking sweet. And it, it's, yep. I think it was from tact Tactical Shit, I think it was. Yep. Yep. This bang can is what it is. Yeah. Just a pretty much an aluminum tube with a firing pin in it that you 
that you can throw uh, blanks in. I think either, I forget which ones it accepts, 9mm and shot, or 12 gauge blanks it accepts. There's one smaller one too that I forget, but that, nobody cares yeah. about that one. That one's not near as cool. But that's pretty neat. You pull that pin out of there, you toss it on the ground, and apparently it has enough force to set it off. Yeah, well, I'm not entirely sure how it works. If it's just like a, if it's if it's a a trigger in there, or if you got to land on the right place and so it blasts it up and hits the primer and then it goes off, or I, I'd assume it's a trigger, like you pull it back, you know, a striker of some sort. But I'm not exactly positive. Um, but I it did also read there is, is a firing pin in it. Okay, okay, um, but it also is uh, two hundred dollars. But it is a, it's a completely reusable. And I, I watched the video where they did it, and it did seem pretty freaking loud. It actually it actually stained the concrete where it went off. So not, I don't know how like you know I don't I, I don't know if it's loud enough to be useful or what. But I guess a twelve gauge shell, twelve gauge blank would have to be pretty freaking loud. So I don't I think know. I read it seems... that it's up to like one hundred and sixty decibels. It would definitely scare the shit out of you, and uh, what's the word? Disorient you uh, if somebody tosses that in the door and rushes in. I suppose, which is be what is you know essentially used for. What do you think about? Well, it? You think it's stupid? No, I think it's kind of neat, but it, I don't think I would actually seriously use it as a real flashbang. I think it's more intended as either something fun and cool, and as a training tool. Rather than using real flashbangs, that would be a whole lot cheaper <laughs> than that. Well, it depends on how many you're going to end up using. Absolutely. Uh, I've been looking around for flashbangs for quite a while, and, and the best options seem to be like just uh, airsoft flashbangs. And there's some that are like t tag in or something. They're from out of Russia, but I can never freaking find them in stock, which is kind of irritating. I so, mentioned something to you earlier, right before we started the show, that I was going to break some news to you about this that you were going to think is cool. You said $200 is too much. Well, there's another company called Hamax Tactical. I don't know if they've been making them longer than tactical shit. I know they've been around for at least a little bit over a year. They make uh, two versions. They make a V1 and a V2. The V2 accepts two-inch shotgun shells. It's $99, and you have, and it's serialized, so only FFLs can get it. So it's essential that they treat it as a firearm, essentially, or a destructive device, I wonder. I don't know. In the description, it just says it's a serialized component and is only available to FFL, law enforcement, and military active or retired personnel with credentials. Put that, put the comment or put a link in the comments. I'll buy that bitch. Hell yeah. Oh, it says you also must attend and successfully complete the operator training course. For a flashbang? Yeah. Well, son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> I have a 3D oh, printer. It's, it's an add on. So it'd be like $300. Okay. So this is just a base that extends the main component of it. So you're gonna end up spending like three hundred and twenty dollars on on to take two inch shells. Uh shoot. But a hundred dollars for what? Hundred you can get a hundred dollars and that works for with what exactly? 
Like blanks? No, it, no, it doesn't work with anything. This is just the base. So you have to buy the two pieces for the... Oh. I mean, you can get the 200-some dollar one, which that works with the regular 12-gauge smaller shells. But if you want to use the 2-inch shells, then you got to get this V2 base. Well, it must be time to uh, design a 3D-printed flashbang that would shoot like well 12 gauge blanks just you know you could print one for 30 cents 50 cents whatever it'd be and it'd just be a single use deal because it'd probably get blown to shit but there we go yeah. miles if you're listening if you're if you're listening let's design that bitch hell yeah i bet it, <laughs> i bet it probably wouldn't be that loud actually the 3d printed one because there wouldn't be any pressure it wouldn't be very loud yeah, it'd just be like, I mean, it'd still be sort of loud, but it wouldn't be near as loud as if it's contained. Just like if you set off a round and it's not in a barrel, there's no power or anything there because there's no pressure well, built up behind it. You could you could design it in such a way where a tube or you could, you know, you could cut off a sleeve of tubing and slide that in there. Uh, and yeah. that would be what contains it. So you'd, it'd be a two-piece system that you just, your print would go around it or whatever. I think there's something there. I And I would not be surprised if somebody had already designed something. I'll do some, I'll do some looking around. It can't be that difficult to yeah. make something. Miles say, says, you got it, bud. Nick says, I got a lathe. <laughs> there you go. It's got to be a simple design, I bet. You know Either way, do, I'm Nick. intrigued. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm intrigued. Okay, moving on. That was just not even actually a topic. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. We talked last week about organs measure 114. Was that last week or was that the episode before? Anyways, it doesn't matter. One of the two. But um, yesterday was a big day for 114. Earlier in the morning, there was a federal judge... Karen Immergut, I don't know how to say her name, Immergut, she denied a motion for a preliminary injunction, saying the plaintiffs failed to make the case on limiting large-capacity mags. The plaintiffs' motions claimed that Measure 114 wouldn't counteract violent crime and gun deaths and would violate the 2nd, 5th, and 14th Amendments. But she did issue a stay on the firearm permitting process for 30 days. So that was all the news for the first half of the day. And then later in the afternoon, halfway through the afternoon, a county judge, a state judge granted a temporary restraining order against the measure completely just hours after that. So state attorney general Ellen state attorney general Ellen Rosenblum said the state will petition the Oregon Supreme court seeking to align the result in our state courts with the federal courts, well-reasoned and thoughtful decision. So Circuit Court Judge Robert Rascio in Harney County, he ruled in favor of the restraining order on the grounds that 114 would infringe on the, on the right to bear arms, saying they would be unable to lawfully purchase a firearm or bear a magazine capable of holding more than 10 rounds. This, was, this measure, I think, it was set to go into effect tomorrow as well. Mm -hmm. So they really 
we're cutting it right down to the wire. I don't remember if the, I think one of these was actually a, a GOA uh, uh, ish uh, yes. case, but I don't remember which one. I think just the mag van or the stay on the mag van or the stay well, on the permitting process. I mean, right. As far as the state didn't prove that it was unconstitutional essentially, which is nonsense because if you go and look back at the Bruin decision, there's absolutely no historical, historical, um, what, what am I saying? What am I trying to say here? Historical time in the U S when mag bans, like banning the, how many rounds you can have in a gun was occurred. That did, that didn't happen. And that's what Bruin says. You have to, you have to look at the law and say, hey, does this have historical significance? Has this been done before since you know the Second Amendment was written? And it absolutely does not. That's 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 absurd. So if you look at Bruin, that's a Bruin decision. Uh, according to this law, the entire law is unconstitutional because they can't. There's been no time when in the in the U.S. when mag bans were a thing, and also this is the the absolute absurdity of it. You have to pay the the government to every five years to exercise your right and go through training classes show me one time in in the u.s when that was when that was a historical thing it's not been done and they certainly didn't write this they certainly did not write the second amendment there's so many times when people say well this is not what the founders meant when they wrote the second amendment okay you honestly think that the second the 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 founding fathers just finished right fighting a war against a tyrannical government and they thought that it would be okay for you to have to pay your government to exercise your second amendment rights and get trained every five years by them absolutely not that's freaking absurd so on on its face this what was her name inner gut i'd like to punch her inner gut because she's absolutely 100 percent wrong about this but i i have complete faith that this would will get struck down ultimately you should be ashamed of that why that was, that was terrible <laughs> i'd like to <laughs> was... punch your inner gut god damn it <laughs> what's your name <laughs> you know you know i was gonna say something about that i figured yeah uh funny story she was actually appointed by bush she was nominated by Trump for another federal position, as for the position she's in, I believe. Okay. So and she, so she's a Republican. Okay. And she Not was already. No, I was just. I. She didn't really sound like a. Uh, she's a typical rhino, apparently, because she was talking about no mass shootings have ever been committed with. Uh, mags less than 10 rounds or whatever false false virginia tech one of the worst mass shootings in the history of uh actually it was like 15 rounds i think and 10 10 15 rounds and under and actually didn't the parkland shooter have i'm not sure if he had large capacity magazines but he, or either but oh, that's no. absolutely 100 false on its face i misquoted i have it here now uh Shootings increased greatly after the assault weapons ban expired in 04, and every mass shooting involving 14 or more deaths 
involved a weapon with 10 or more bullets. So where do you come up with the, this 14 number? <laughs> you just... <laughs> That's the magic number? Apparently. 13, 13 dead people is okay, but 14 is not. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. There, well, it's... Yeah, the absurdity is... How many were killed in Uvalde? I don't know. I can't... It was like 20... I think it was 19 or 20. But hey, that wouldn't have mattered either way. He could have had a freaking pump-action shotgun, and the same thing would have happened there. I mean, it doesn't... It, it wouldn't have made any difference right. whatsoever. But either way, either way, we live in America. Just because some psychopath committed a crime... That is on them. That has absolutely nothing to do with me or the my ability to defend my my family. I am not the one that committed the crime. I do not have to pay for that crime. Welcome to America, folks. This is how it works. Get used to it. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. most people can't see it that way. Sure don't. Anything else to say about that? I mean, so I can I sure go don't. on. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I personally don't point, really want to listen to your rant all night long. <laughs> but there, at this point, there's been an injunction against uh, against it, so it is not going into effect currently. That is correct. Okay. Well, excellent. That is that is good news, and uh, I hope for Oregon's sake that it is completely struck down. We will see, though. That's how I'm understanding it anyway. It is, as of now not moving forward at all in its entirety. Mike Shire says, I don't pay for other speeding tickets. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, also, Adam Balzer, he's talking about uh, Virginia Tech, which I mentioned was a P-22 pistol. Absolutely. That had, I can't remember how many victims were killed in that, but it was a lot. It was up until, up until Sandy Hook, that was the most uh, the the deadliest school shooting in the U.S. and it was committed with pistols, not assault weapons. So it just goes to show you that like this shit happens. Forty, <laughs> forty-two. What's, is that where Mike Sire got the num magic number from, or is that a, that's, is that more? Is that too many? What is what forty? Forty-two people killed at Virginia Tech. No, no, it wasn't near that high. It was like uh, I mean, we can find out here shortly. How many were people uh, in the Virginia Tech shooting? Um, that number is whole. Virginia Tech shooting leaves 32 people dead. Wow, I didn't remember it was that bad. Yeah. yeah I knew it was a lot. And he used, absolutely, he used, uh, he used pistols. So that just goes to show, um, he, he was, uh, his name, it doesn't matter his name, fuck him. He was a, he was a Korean immigrant, um, but he killed 32 and wounded 17 with two semi-automatic pistols. So yeah, that just goes to show you um, uh, an assault weapons ban. Guess what it's going to do? Jack shit. That stuff is still going to happen. And then they're going to keep going after more guns and more guns and more guns until the only thing you can own is absolutely nothing. No, now that I think about it, that's one of the shootings that never gets brought up when they're trying to make a point anymore. Like 
even though it's one of the highest amount of de- or largest casualties or most casualties, yeah, they don't bring it up. <laughs> Which, well, I bet they they will since they're starting to move over to all semi-automatics rather than just assault weapons now. But well, and why don't they bring it up, Box? Because it doesn't fit their agenda. Proves that they that they're they're lying to us about assault weapons. Of course, they're not going to bring it up. Makes sense, but you're right. They probably will start bringing it up after they ban everything else. They'll be like, "Oh, look at this! Still happened, even though you know." But whatever. God, I forgot that was back before 32 people. Good lord, I forgot about this. This is back in 07. Um, that was that long ago. Yeah, that was that was a few years before I was real big into gun rights. So I didn't get into that until 2011, 2012, right before Sandy Hook happened. That's pretty mm-hmm. wild. Wow, I could have sworn it was like 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. Nope. Okay, moving on. More dumb shit. <laughs> Chris Murphy. Had a interview on CNN last week, I believe, talking about red flag laws and sheriffs and counties in the nation refusing to enforce these laws. And he was arguing that they were circumventing state and federal laws, as if those state and federal laws aren't circumventing the Constitution. <laughs> I found that a little bit ironic. Right, right. But there's a quote here from him. The majority of counties in this country declare they're not going to enforce state and federal gun laws. They have decided that they're going to essentially refuse to implement the laws that are on the books. That is a growing problem in this country. I think we're going to have to take have a conversation about that in the Senate. Do we want to continue to supply fundamental law enforcement in counties that refuse to implement state and federal gun laws? So he's proposing here that we defund the counties, that the police departments in the counties that refuse to enforce unconstitutional laws. At the beginning of this quote, I found something kind of interesting where he says the majority of counties. Okay, so... The majority don't want these laws. So you're just going to try and force them on the people? Is, I mean, at the same time, you're going to turn around and talk about how the Republicans are killing the democracy, but you're just like, well, the majority wants this or doesn't want this, but we're going to make them do it anyways. Yeah, that's pretty hypocritical. I found that kind of humorous. He's obviously dumb as shit. He's always, he's always been on a hardcore anti-gunner but oh yeah he's always a, he's always at the middle pushing the the bans and anything anti-gun yeah but I didn't really like the defunding police departments that aren't enforcing these unconstitutional laws how is that even like a thought or a possibility um I yeah, it seems it seems completely 
uh, contrary. Um, it's basically just a scare tactic because, so what, what are you going to do? You're going to stop giving, first off, how would that even work? Like federal money would stop going to them because I'm pretty sure most, uh, like sheriff's departments or stuff are funded by the state. I would assume, I'm sure they get some federal money subsidized for certain things. Um, but frankly, I would think that's a good thing. Say, say a, a sheriff's department stops getting money from the federal government and 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 gets it completely from the state and the counties that they represent. They would be more beholden to the, the the citizens of that county to do you know the right thing for them for those citizens. So overall, like fuck it, bring it on, dude. You know that seems seems fine to me. But the other question I have for him is. There's been sanctuary cities for years. Like, where are you that's bitching about this? Um, you know, completely blatantly ignoring the Constitution um, and 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 the laws of this nation to push their own agenda. You you have not said anything about that, let alone the fact that there are so many of these Democrat cities that don't enforce the laws on the books already as far as gun laws. You already like go to these cities and, and look at the major like the the percentage of murderers that are let out on on bail and get plea deals and are back out the next day committing violent acts again. Like don't let you know it's so hypocritical for you to bring that up. It just it, it baffles it baffles me to be honest with you. I mean. Yeah, it's it's he, he's completely hypocritical, one hundred percent hypocritical. Wonder what he had to say about the, all the the whole Martha's Vineyard thing. Whatever happened with that, anyways? <laughs> that just kind of disappeared. <laughs> yeah, it, that died real quick. As far as I know, Texas is still just is still sending um, buses to to wherever, and they're still bitching and crying about it. It's like. And and that's the thing. They always cry about it. Like, stop sending us these buses. And you're like, well, you guys are the one that are insisting on the laws, you know, are insisting on opening the border. And you just want Texas to take all those in and deal with it. Like, no, like if it's, if you're the one insisting it, you better be willing to take just as many as they are. But they're, you know, they're never, they never are. There's a part of me though about this defending police departments that I kind of like. <laughs> I mean, it kind of seems like it's it'd be moving in the direction of the United States or the states balkanizing. <laughs> They're like, the, the, the nation real, or the national government realizes, oh, well, they're not going to follow our, all our laws, so we're just going to cut them off. Fine by me. Then we can have our we can set our set our own laws. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's just us not getting your funding, okay, that's cool. Right? Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, you guys are wanted to defund the police, anyways. Yeah. When you say balkanization, I've heard of that word before, but what exactly does it mean? I think I know what it means, but don't ask me to define it, man. Is that Balkan? That has to do with like the Soviet Union and 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 um, you know all those all those countries that kind of evolved out of the Soviet Union, kind of made their own made their own way essentially. Yes, kind of. It's 
it'd be pretty much just the states splitting up into their own little I am, own little areas. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's let's do that. <laughs> uh of course we'd be stuck with like Minnesota and Illinois and you know. Maybe that well they can stick together with themselves. We'll go with Nebraska and Missouri. I don't I don't know. I don't want no, I don't want Nebraska. Nebraska's Mike not fi- that bad. Mike finds the balkanization of Kingsley pretty humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh Nick says the the definition is divide a re- a region or body into smaller mutually hostile states or groups. Okay. Oh like I like I like how they had to throw hostile in there. I bet that hasn't been in there until the last until the last five years. I, I I don't know. Do the the all those little countries over there hate each other, or are they you know chummy? I don't think they I don't think they love each other too much. But I don't know for sure. But anyways, back to uh, back to his old Senator Murphy. I don't think th- that's going to go the way that he thinks it's going to go. I, I, I don't, don't think, think it's, it's probably going to go anywhere further than that shitty CNN interview. No, no, he is. He's he's consistently been on the wrong side of pretty much every argument that I ever see him partake in. So, um, yeah, I'm just thankful. I'm actually, I'm just very thankful that we're living in Iowa, a state that's really went hardcore freedom in the last uh, ten years. Stoke says we'll give them Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Illinois, but we want the stat going down south from North Dakota to the Gulf. I, I can, uh, I can agree with those terms, Stokes. Absolutely, absolutely. Shit, box! It just happened again. You you just got you're talking like a chipmunk again. Can you unplug your mic and plug it back in? We're having some issues here again. Hopefully, folks, this started. This happened at the beginning of the podcast too. So How about now, okay. Hey, praise yeah, that's Jesus. what's happening. I'm taking my shoes off. So what happened at the beginning of the show, folks? I think is I'm walking around in my shoes in my house, and I get electricity. And right before the show started, I touched my mic. And it shocked it <laughs> and fucked it all up. And I think that's what just happened here. So I guess I'm going to stop wearing my shoes. That's weird. I've never, that I is wouldn't think. God. But th- thankfully that it, you can just unplug it and plug it back in. Did you try unplugging it and plugging it back in, sir? Sure did. That's what I asked when uh, I, uh, I, or that's what they asked me when I called Liberty Gun Safe yesterday. Did you try unplugging it? It's a gun safe, sir. <laughs> Well, did you try kicking it? That was pretty much what they moved to. I yes, I in fact did try kicking it. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Sam was pretty pretty enraged at that. So I felt hey. I was kind of obligated to hang around and maybe help him before he snapped and just started going to town on it with a sledgehammer. Hey, hey, I I maintained myself pretty well, I thought. I didn't even yell at the guy. He told me to <laughs> I was close. I mean, I called him and he, uh, I called Liberty safe and they told me to contact tractor supply. And I told him, no, that is, that is not going to be, that's not going to work for me, folks. (laughs) 
uh stokes acts any luck getting behind the panel honestly i haven't looked it's working fine everything is so i i haven't had time um i'm i'm just i'm just tickled pink that it's that it's working now so when i have some time i'll take that panel off and lube it lube it up by when he has time he means next time it stops opening again Well, actually, that's a good point because if it stops opening, it's the fucker's bolted down now. There ain't no way to shake it. So maybe I should, uh, yeah, I should probably probably look into that. Uh, did you bolt it down? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know Pete you dropped that. Pete, Pete dropped off his hammer drill, and I uh, bolted that some bitch right to the ground. So she ain't going nowhere. There ain't no way. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, ain't nobody doing nothing with that thing. Fucking amazing. Okay. On to the next topic. I believe we talked about this about last year around this time. They're trying to sneak in some gun control in the NDAA, the military defense budget. Of course. I think they were trying to sneak in the red flag law last year. This year, I've been seeing... A lot the last couple days, just yesterday and today, I think. People up in arms about what they're trying to sneak in this time. Which, honestly, I'm not entirely sure what to think about this one. What they've done this time is sneak in a safe storage pilot program. Which is... A plan aimed at preventing military suicides by offering gun safes, locks, or other safety devices to troops to store their personal firearms. It would be a six-year pilot program to furnish secure gun storage for the purpose of securing personally owned firearms when not in use to service members who volunteer to participate. It would be available at five military installations that would be chosen by the Pentagon. And when it's completed within six years, the department would have to give Congress a a report on whether it helped reduce suicides. There's a quote here. The experts are saying to us, if we have the simple process by which voluntarily service members can request a gun safe or a firearm lock and have it paid for, that will save lives because ideations can come and go so quickly. Because what can come and go? Ideations. Meaning? Like, have a thought, an idea to do something. As in, I think I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to go kill myself. Which I thought was kind of weird, because if you have the thought that you're going to go kill yourself, I don't think it's going to leave you in the 10 seconds it takes you to open a gun safe. That's one thing I'm really confused about. They they say this is aimed at preventing military suicides. It, they're just giving them a box to, to put a firearm in. How is that going to prevent anything? I really do not understand this. Yeah. Um, I, I can't mean, how say is that- it different from how is it different from putting the gun Further, like on the farther end of your house, it just takes you a few extra seconds to walk there. Yeah, um, 
I don't understand their logic behind. I can't say that I'm really like against it because I honestly don't see anything, you know, horrible about it. Um, but you're right. It's not going to, it's not going to distract anybody. Like I can be in my gun safe in 10 seconds, five seconds and have access to, you know, whatever. So I don't understand how this is going to prevent anything. Um, not, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of baffled at their thinking here. Josh says the safe is probably the armory on base. It's, that's not what I'm seeing. I believe, I don't think that is a requirement on all military bases. From what I found, the Pentagon in like 2016, they made it so the base or the base commander or whatever can allow them to have uh, personal firearms in their own home. So I don't okay. think that is the is that is that is the case here. Um, if you want, Josh, I will post the full bill so you can read all 4,408 pages of it. <laughs> Make it as huge as humanly possible so nobody can no read the whole thing before they vote on it. No shit. I'll post that in the uh, Facebook comments. That This section of it is section 595. That's on page 517. It's, not, it's just like three pages long, four pages long not very long at all to read through and it does not sound like keeping that in an armory armory is is the case but uh gun owners of america they were screaming about this today and saying what they're going to do with this first they're going to make it voluntary what this is essentially is is a study on if it of uh gun safes and security devices slow down suicide so Guns of America is saying what they're going to do. They're going to make this study voluntary. They're going to manipulate the, the statistics at the end of it in six years. They're going to say, look at how effective this was. And then they're going to make safe storage mandatory nationwide. They're going to make it so the government can come into your house and check on all this shit, see your guns, make sure they, they can check off everything that you have and say this is okay so that's what gun owners of america's concern is that would make sense uh, and i'm sure there's somebody out there and be like well how can they manipulate the results well if you look at the fbi statistics on uh armed citizens stopping mass shootings which we just talked about a couple of years and beers ago they significantly underreported that they definitely tweaked the statistics on that uh, so it's not like it can't it can't be done absolutely but i mean that makes sense like you can see i could see why they would want to do that absolutely because and frankly to be honest with you it might prevent like one out of you know a, a hundred people from committing suicide maybe but even if there is a small a small uptick of you know people say it helping people they're going to use it to their advantage and absolutely they're going to use it to the other issue with it is uh just more government spending well as mike says oh absolutely i 
yeah, I, I don't enjoy it because of that either. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure where I sit on this, to be honest with you. Yeah, my gut reaction reading the stuff from like GOA and a few other places was, okay, you guys are, it, it's, that's a little bit extreme. It sounds a little nutty to me, but I mean, that's how we sound to <laughs> normal everyday people. But thinking about it, it, totally fucking plausible. And who are we to say that that's not what their plan is? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and frankly, I don't know if that's nef necessarily their plan. I think obviously is some is, is some somebody has thought that at least. Um, but it's a certainly logical if you look at the way that the left operates, it is absolutely logical to expect them to do that. 100%. Uh so is it worth I don't know. That's that's the problem, though. Like you said, it sounds extreme. So when we argue that, everybody's just like, well, you just sound like a bunch of lunatics. And then, you know, six years down the road, when it comes to fruition and it actually happens, just like so many of the, the things that we said, like there's so many cons conspiracy theories that have came true in the last five years, six years, whatever. And you're like, see, that's what I was saying five years ago. And you call me a freaking lunatic. It came to it came to happen. And now what are you? You know, it's just like, so absolutely. I could see this 100% being a thing. Well, thinking about it, if they didn't have some kind of end game here, what would be the point of this study? Finding out if owning a gun safe made you less likely to kill yourself. What would the point of that study be if they didn't have a plan? To me, thinking right. about it now kind of makes sense. Obviously, they're not going to buy everyone, all of us, gun safes. That's not going to happen. What they probably do is force us all yeah. to buy <laughs> several thousand dollar gun safes. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll look at uh, that. I can't remember what state or what city it is in California. They required uh, gun safe storage um, or excuse me, not that they required uh, insurance for all gun owners. So you got to pay like a lot of money to get liability insurance. Nick says, I know it's a crazy thought, but can we do what some places in Europe have done with legalizing assisted suicide for those that are thinking about it? I don't now. I don't, I, there's too many morality issues with that. Uh, I don't think anybody, uh, I don't think enough people would be on board. Um, no, I wouldn't. I'm not sure what that, I don't think that would do much good anyways for in this case. No, no. But yeah, if you talk to 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 that point, you're talking about uh, assisted suicide. Well, if you just if you're hurting and you decide you don't want to do it, or you want to do it and then you end your life, well, that sucks. That's permanent. That's a permanent freaking solution. And then you look at uh, so many people that you talk to that have been there before that, like, you know, had thought about it and even attempted it, and then they've got through their shit that they were going through. And they were on the other side of it. And you're like, holy shit, I am so glad that I did not do that. So I, I think 
I think the better solution to this, let's not spend the money on gun safes. Let's spend the money on helping these people. Uh, uh, let's spend the money on on mental health care. That's been one thing that has has been thrown under the rug in the gun violence debate for years and years and years is, oh, let's let's not talk about the fucking mental issues side of this. You know, let's just ignore that when these guns, these same guns that have been happening that are used in mass shootings have been around for hundred sometimes, you know, 100 years, 60 years. These and they were never and it this mass shootings was never an issue up until the last few years. To me, making it you just banning something, banning them when and you're completely ignoring the the reasons why it's happening is fucking insane. These, like I said, these things have been around for years. Let's figure out why it's happening. Let's 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 increase mental health funding. Let's help these people out and figure out why, you know, why this keeps happening rather than just ban the fucking stick that they're hitting someone with. That's a moronic solution. And frankly, it's not going to help. It's not going to stop these people from killing themselves. If they want to kill themselves, they're going to kill themselves. Mental health is what they need. Mental health help. Interesting thing I was thinking about as well was is a red flag is red flag things is that a thing among in the military? Not that I'm aware of. No. Um. No, not that I'm aware of. I was seeing something talking about this i believe yeah it was a goa video and in the comments they were talking about these military suicides that having a red flag law would only make them less likely to want to go talk to someone about their issues because if they do then then they're totally they're afraid that okay i went and to told someone i'm having some trouble right now and that person goes to someone and says, he's having some trouble right now. And they're like, okay, we're going to take come take away your ability to defend yourself and your family. Yeah, absolutely. 110%. That absolutely happens. Um, and, and folks like, you know, folks like me, I got a business, I got an FFL, I need my, my shit, you know, and I'm going, I say I'm going through a tough time and I need to go to talk to somebody. There should be absolutely no issues with me doing that but i have to worry about that bullshit you know and and when and when they run your background checks on an ffl they dig deep and they shit the lady that was the last time i got a new ffl uh i got a i went from an 01 to an 07 she called me up and asked me about a particular instance on my record that was not there that had been erased that never happened legally according to you know the courts they found it so they they know it's like there ain't no way in hell that i'm giving them any other chances you know for you know to second guess me and absolutely i agree with you that's that's a bad situation nick says the places i was referring to do not just help someone that wants wants to hurt themselves it's for chronically ill people and it's a many many month process with psychiatrist visits are you talking about assisted suicide yet yeah, Nick. he is. Must yep. be. 
still, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I, I don't know. I, it's a, it's a, it's a morality issue for me. And I, I, I don't know. It's a, that's a whole nother conversation in itself. I can see your, I can see the point, but I just don't frankly agree with it, but yeah. So I don't know. As far as these, I see, it doesn't sound like this is a bad thing, but when you open up the can of worms, there's so many, I don't know. Are you against this box? Are you, are you just going to let it slide? You think? I'm going to say yes, I'm against it because I don't see what the actual point of this study is unless they're going to mandate something at the end of it. Say it does. We'll just humor them and say it does a ton of good. Say it reduces suicides by half. Then what? Right. Then what are they going to do? They're going to, yeah, they're going to use that statistic to, to their benefit. They're 100% going to mandate safe storage. Or try to mandate it, but yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't, I would agree. I don't see any other reason really that they would throw this in there, I guess, now that I think about it. I mean, it sounds yeah. all right on its face. I think it's probably going to end up going through. I think the vote is probably going to be tomorrow, this week at least yet. I think I saw Thursday. I don't fun think Fun fact that about a... this, though. Fun fact about this, though. The NRA, quote, is satisfied with this amendment. <laughs> so the NRA is still still totally okay with it. But Does anybody give a shit what the NRA says at this point? <laughs> I don't. The I don't, politicians they think they're that's the only gun the the only lobby group out there. But this this uh well this there's two I don't know if you call them bills. They smashed two of them together, and they both passed in June and July earlier this year. Most Republicans opposed it, but seven voted with Democrats in support of it. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's so going to go or not. I would, I would bet it. I would bet it does. Republicans are spineless cowards, and they, they you know, I... They're more interested in appeasing the woke crowd than doing what is actually right. So I, I would bet that it passes. I don't think we caught it in time to to stop it. If it was something else, something bigger than this, I I don't think two days is enough for the uh, grassroots grassroots movement to to stop it. Yeah, and frankly, this does this is not really like the hill to die on. I mean, this is not like that big of a deal. But yeah, I, I don't. I'm against it, but I I don't see it. I see it passing. To be honest with you, I don't see there being enough resistance to it. I'm kind of surprised they didn't throw in something bigger, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, I guess sure. this is only this is they they passed this only a few months after they they passed the the previous year's budget, so they were probably okay. still hurting after that. Yep. Well, what else we got, Box? Uh, you wanted to talk about lever actions 
for some I do. W- weird fucking reason. I had one in the shop a couple weeks ago that I did. I, it was just a cheap lever action, a, the Citadel. Uh, shit, I can't remember the Levtac, Levtac, Citadel Levtac something. I can't remember the the numbers that went after it, but just a, just a lever action. It was like a uh, forty four Magnum, um, modernized, of course. You know, and and that's the that's the 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 thing lately is to modernize lever actions and to be real honest with you i've never wanted a lever action i don't really i don't really dig them that much but this whole modernized thing you know with the m-lock handguard and everything um which by the way uh mad pig customs they're uh they're a cerakote shop but they're kind of they're they've done a shitload with these modernized lever actions um and steve talis check is the uh, is the owner of that um I've talked to him a few times. He's a, he's a good dude, but he's done some pretty cool shit with that. Um, just check those out if you guys dig that sort of thing. But anyways, I finally had one in the shop and I got to messing around with it and I was really freaking digging it. I'm, I'm wanting one. I don't know what exactly I'm going to do with it, but I freaking want one. I do. <laughs> I think I'm going to SBR it, shove a suppressor on that, on that some bitch and just have one hell of a cool little planker. Do you have any desire to own one of those box? Yes, I've always wanted like a little 30-30 lever action. Really? But that one that you shared in Slack, or you messaged me earlier today, hard yep. fucking pass on that one, man. Really? Dude, is that one this... you wanted? I'll put up a picture here of it. That is, yeah. how can you like that? I don't like, like this particular this particular one. This was the this is the Fight Light Industries um uh Herring Model 224 which is coming uh it says coming soon. But it's it's basically an AR upper on a lever action lower and it is fugly as hell. There it is. Yeah, God damn, yeah it the, is. See it up on the screen right now. But it is not uh, an attractive looking gun and that is not what i talk what i mean when i say like modernized lever action that's like that's just thank god ugly but this is i i find this a, a cool piece um and the benefit of something like this is like say you're going to do this and i believe this is coming in 556 and 300 blackout which 300 blackout would be the way to go on this because when you suppress a rifle uh, especially you know like a 300 blackout rifle if it's in the ar platform you know, a semi-automatic, a lot of that noise you get is coming out of the chamber, you know, when it's expelling the shell and you're going to get a lot of noise out of right out of there. So if you're shooting a, a like a lever action gun, those are always going to be, or a bolt action, those are always going to be way quieter because all that, all that energy is going out of the muzzle through the suppressor. So those can always be way quieter. So this would be a cool thing on this one, actually, because you could actually have like a suppressed 300 blackout. It, you know, you still use an AR mag and this particular thing does take AR magazines. Um, so it would be kind of cool in that aspect. But also what's interesting about this is it takes, um, it, it uses the same, um, it uses magazines, bolts and barrels. Um, off the shelf's AR-15 bolts and barrel extensions. So you can you can put like w- whatever caliber you want in this and, and AR magazines. So that is the cool thing about this. You know, you can throw in like a whatever you suppress caliber you want 
and you got yourself a, a, a pretty cool, pretty cool freaking plinker. Albeit it's going to look fugly as hell, but I've, I definitely, I find it neat. I find it a very uh, kind of a cool thing, I guess. Um, you, you're not on that. You're not on that same horse. So are you, you just hate it. Oh yeah. 100% hate that thing. <laughs> Throw that thing in a fucking dumpster and burn it. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I feel you. I do like modernized lever actions, but like no more, just paint them black and put a fucking rail on them, a free flow, free flow rail. That's right. Pretty much right. all I want. I want a side load 30, 30 lever action with a, with a nice rail on it. And that's much as I can, much I can do. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And like I said, I would not go this route because I just think it's ugly. But the nice thing about this is, you know, you have that detachable magazine. The thing that I don't like about uh, about traditional lever actions is you got to freaking just like jam them in there, like load them in the side. I've never really liked that. And, and I was shooting, I was went out to test fire that one the other day and it's, it's just awkward loading those shells like that. I don't particularly love it. I got a lever action right over here, actually. That's just a, a Henry lever action that I got to do some engraving on. But those don't really, those don't really trip my trigger. I don't. I've never been a fan of those. I can't see me ever, ever owning just like a traditional like Henry or anything like that. I don't know why they just, they just don't do it for me. Not a huge fan. You like dumpster fires of a lever action. That's what you. Go for, huh? I like a very, very peculiar taste. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I, yes, absolutely. I think I think everyone that listens to the, this podcast on a regular basis knows that I have a very peculiar taste at this point. <laughs> Mike says it comes. Mike says it comes with age. I don't know, dude. I'm getting. I'm. I'm getting up there, and it's just not. It's just not developing for me. I mean, I have an appreciation for for it, you know, for the the older style guns, but I got no desire to own one. So uh, it's just just not it comes for me. with age. Oh, well, Sam's what two years older than me, three years older than me, something like 37. that. Thirty seven. How old are you? Uh, 34, 35. You're four years older than me. God, you're old as fuck. Yeah. Well, yep. Apparently it doesn't come with age then. Or Sam's just a late bloomer. Well, I mean, I certainly am immature, so that could be the that could be the issue. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm the mature one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Well, the only thing we got left to talk about is I got this new uh new primary arms red dot, but I think I'm just gonna do I think we're gonna do a video on this, so um, I will say that I, I like it so far, but I we're I'll think I'll save this for a video. So not a bad piece for 150 bucks for a decent optic, though. I don't I do not hate it. I do not hate it. What footprint does it have on it? RMR. Okay. And there there's also one. Uh, this is the mini red mini one and then there's also a micro which has the the rmsc or whatever rm yeah rmsc like the the 43 and the 365 footprint and stuff like that so i was happy that uh primary arms finally came out with stuff like that because there's a lot of of red dots like this in that category like price wise i got it for 150 but 
I never really felt like spending my money on one because, but I know, I, I know primary arms makes a, I'm not saying this is a fantastic red dot, but I'm just saying primary arms generally makes decent quality optics for decent money. So I was kind of, was kind of stoked to find one. Um, cause I'm printing all these 3d lowers and stuff and you know, I, I hate to throw a expensive Holocent or RMR or something on them. So I was kind of stoked to find one in the $150 range. So I'm pretty, pretty happy with it so far. But like I said, I think I'll do a review uh, video on it. So I think you should do the drop test right now. I don't stand think in front of the TV, happen. hold it out at shoulder height and just drop it. Come on, pussy. It's I only $150. I feel like it would survive. I do. I mean, it's very similar it to it. It's very similar to a, to the Hollis and 507Cs as far as the shape and stuff. So I, I think it would survive. But I'm just going to wait till Sage Dynamic does it because he uh, he has a lot more money than I do. So that's just, yeah. Nick and Mike, not going to happen, guys. Sorry to disappoint, but not gonna, that is not going to happen tonight. It's not like it needs to be a, an optic that's super, super rugged. You're not no carrying that thing or anything. No, and that's just the thing. I'm not going to freaking carry these guns. They're just basically fun guns. But frankly, I've reached a point where if I got a pistol on it, if I got a pistol, I want a freaking red dot on it. You know, that's the same way I am with ARs and stuff. There's got to be a red dot. A red dot. Now I've got to the point on pistols, almost has to be a red dot on them too. So, yeah. But I picked up the slide for two hundred dollars complete. You know that's barrel and everything, and then the the one fifty for the red dot. So you got three hundred fifty bucks for a complete freaking, you know, complete freaking uh, basically upper on this. And then I I printed this lower, which cost me all like two dollars in material, which is pretty awesome. You so. could have had a a PSA jackal for three hundred fifty. Yeah, but. I printed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but and it probably you, runs it probably runs just as well as the Jackal too. I have yeah, well, I've I've only shot like five or six mags through this so far, but yeah, it's been running like a rape tape. I haven't had uh, any issues with it at all yet. So um I'm gonna shoot the shit out of it until it breaks and then um yeah, try some other materials. Okay, well, do we have anything else to talk about? I sure I don't. do not. I don't have anything do left on my. Do we? Does anybody? I mean, it's the last episode of the year. This is the season finale here. We're not going to be back for just over a month. Will be the next gears and beers. So I'm should sure we hang I'll out go. for just a minute? Uh, does anyone have anything they want us to touch on in the comments there? I think we're our broadcast is probably quite a ways behind, so I hate asking questions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you carry a spare ankle ankle let with that? What what does he mean? Did he miss did he mistype? I think thanks so. For, thanks for getting those back plates out so quickly. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate it. We've we've uh December comes around. We always get a lot of orders for backplates and stuff. We've been cranking them out lately. So, absolutely, Ank anklet, anklet. What is it? What would he mean by that? Oh, really like positive. a bracelet for your ankle. 
like a friend's bracelet that you wear on your ankle, Sam? Oh no, I just I that just one that you have. <laughs> I just I just have that on my wrist all the time. It's not on right now, but yeah, I got beads and stuff, and it says best friends. And my other my buddy has one too, and like you put them together, and that mine says best, and his says friends. BFFs. <laughs> Gene, this is just is just a PSA dagger slide. It was two hundred bucks, complete RMR cut barrel, everything. So uh, it came with suppressor high sights as well, and I I really couldn't pass it up for two hundred bucks. But I'll tell you what, I don't know what the deal is, but this particular slide was a lot tighter than my Glock slides. So when I first put it on this this lower, it would barely go on, and it was like like really bad. Um, it took quite a bit. Of, I had to like sand out and stuff. But the weird thing was my Glock, like my factory Glock slide, fit on it absolutely perfect. So I don't know if there was just Cerakote in there because this is a Cerakote FDE finish. I don't know if there's a bunch of Cerakote in there, if they're just machining the tighter tolerances or if the, the Glock knight or the dagger lower is slightly different or what, but I don't know. I see but what Mike's saying now. Saying, do you carry a spare printed lower with that when you're, if you carry it? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, man. That way it stops working and you just, you just whip this freaking thing off right now and whip the other one out of your pocket, slam it on there and you're good to go. That's that's the coolest freaking thing about these, man. Like, it costs like two or three dollars to print them, and they're like, "Oh, it only lasts a hundred rounds." Well, I I think they'll last far more than that. But I'm like, so what? I can make them for two or three dollars a piece. Like, that's freaking cool. I mean, most a lot of people don't print guns just to print guns either. They they're like me, probably. They want a gun. Because it has, it, they want it to serve a specific purpose, not just be a toy. That's usually well, the people yeah. saying that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and there are a lot of guys. I know there are a lot of guys in the three D printing community that actually um, do use like their printed guns for like home defense and shit. I'm like, I have a factory Glock. Why would I use, you know? my 3d printed one but like i said this thing runs like a rape tape like i if somebody walked in the shop right now and i needed to plug them i have no doubt this thing would you know if it obviously had ammo in it but um yeah i just to me just the coolness factor of i've always loved building my own guns but the coolness factor of adding one more aspect to it is just i freaking i really do i do like i enjoy that Gene says, I've noticed tighter tolerances with PSA, and sometimes the chamber is tighter and sub lower grade ammo jams. Yeah, I could, I could, I could definitely see that. I have not got my hands on an actual PSA dagger yet, so I don't know like how are they. I've heard really good things about them, no issues or whatever, but it'd be interesting to put the two together with a Glock 19 and see how if every piece is actually completely interchangeable. I have no reason. No, it's, a, to, it's a dagger, it, isn't but... it? I said jackal, didn't I? Oh yeah, I, I was wrong. I don't really pay attention to PSA stuff, so you know I don't really pay attention to much anymore. You, don't. you know what I? You know what I've realized? I'm not a gun guy at all. I don't really, really? give a shit about. I don't really give a shit about guns. I, 
I just I, I give a shit about what they do. So you don't like guns? I mean, yeah, but n- not the same way that you do. You're like, oh, that's just super neat. I'm like, I okay, well, it does the same thing as the ones I have. It just looks a little different. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I guess you've never really been. That was that was me. Like I've spent 12 years in the auto body industry, and I don't really give a shit about cars. You know, I just went in the auto body because uh, I didn't know what else to do out of college or out of uh, high school. So, yeah, I guess that that makes sense. Gene says he has two daggers. The firing pin is different. No shit, really. Huh? Interesting. The younger brothers are always a little weird. It's you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's called being a utilitarian box. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody else anybody actually knows my real name on here, Mike. Wow, that might be the first time. And uh, I guess Sam's probably let it slip a few times. I'm sure I had. I'm sure I have. Well, I don't call you Jesse very often, but it sounds it make it feels really weird when I do. It is pretty jarring whenever anybody calls me Jesse. <laughs> so another one of our cousins messaged me earlier, to, like right before we started the podcast, said hello, Jesse, and spelled it with an I. I was pretty pretty upset about that. <laughs> yeah, that's I do not, that. Do not appreciate that. You. That's like, <laughs> were they were they just fucking with you? Because that's like the female version of Jesse. Oh, I'm aware, but no, they, they're not just fucking with me. Who was it? Cindy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well um, before we leave, while we still got some viewers here, go and join our Discord, guys. I'm going to put a... Invite leak right there in the, right there in the Facebook, comments. in the Facebook, and oh hell, I'll put it everywhere I can. I'll try and put it in Twitch as well. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Three of them right there. Bam. Click I'll those put links it everywhere I can. That's what he said. <laughs> Story of my life, <laughs> which is not many places. <laughs> Go join our Discord. It's always happening there. We'd like to have some more people and have it a little bit more happening. Yeah, it's uh, that's it's all I have a, to say about Discord. There's shit going on there every single day, and we got all sorts of uh, all sorts of channels that all sorts of stuff you want to talk about. Um, when we're always seems to be adding more, so I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a. I enjoy Discord though. I didn't think I was gonna like it, um, but we. we it's kind of we struggled getting the forum going, and that's really never gained any traction, just because most people aren't forum people. But text or Discord is more like a text group that you only want to, you know, you only have to be in when you want to be. So, kind of cool. What question? Are you talking about? Uh, did Nick? we miss one, Nick? Uh, what how did do you, you say? Oh, how do you how do you feel about gun schools? I guess I don't understand the question. Oh, like Sonoran Desert. Yeah, he was talking. Of, Nick was talking about uh, going to like uh, a gun school, like Sonoran Desert uh, Institute. Uh, I like them. 
I like them. I think, um, I think they can teach you a lot. Um, and it's hard to, if, you know, if you want to break into, into the gun industry at this stage, um, it'd probably be your best bet. Like a fellow like me, like I spent a lot of, I've spent like six years, you know, learning how to work on guns and I'm no gunsmith at all. Um, but it would have been nice to, to go, uh, to Sonoran Des desert Institute. I, th I had thought about it before and I, and I almost wish I had, but, um, I think they're, I think they're, they're pretty freaking cool. I definitely, uh, he said he's got about six months in with, okay, well, good for you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I think, uh, are you, do you get to like build guns and shit? Like, do they, cause it's a, it's a, an online deal, right? Do they send you guns and, or send you parts that you can actually, um, build out actual guns or how does that, how does that all work? I've always kind of been intrigued by that. Yeah, we're but, not uh, exactly the experts on the Snorin Desert Institute here. <laughs> lots of hands-on works. I, I mean, I, I've heard a lot about them. I just didn't know exactly how it all worked. So I know you do get to build your own guns and stuff, but absolutely. I I don't know where you live, Nick, but I'm always uh, – my gunsmith is kind of – kind of been MOA. He's having his own issues in life right now. MIA. Um, I would love to have a freaking actual gunsmith, but lots of hands on work, finishing and engraving and fixing mistakes. Absolutely. I will tell you, do not, uh, mistakes are not a bad thing. Yes. They piss you off and they suck, but I will tell you, Oh, you're up in Dune. Okay. I will tell you that mistakes are definitely a good thing because no matter how good you are, you're going to run across problems and you're going to run across situations that, uh, you know, you have to know how to fix things. And I've seen enough in my, in my years of working on guns at this point, not that I'm all that experienced, but there's been a lot of situations that I know how to fix now. And I know how to, you know, what to do in that situation because I made the mistake previously. So mistakes are definitely a good thing, or it's just kind of the way, this just kind of the way you look at it. Uh, Dune has that, has that massive freaking uh, junkyard in it. I think that's the, isn't the junkyard about as big as the whole freaking town is, or am I thinking of the wrong place? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Dune is the one I was thinking of, but how long is that? Also, how long is that class uh, at SDI? Is it, uh, he said he's six months in. Is it a year class or a two-year class or how long exactly is it? My final project is going to be building an arrow gun build kit, AR-10. Hell yeah, man. I need. I still need to build my own AR-10. I don't have any of my own personal AR-10s. I've built quite a few of them, but I don't have any personal ones, but okay. Well, uh, are we done here? I think so. I think so. Again, before everyone leaves us, uh, do we do have a, the podcast channel on our discord? And I recently asked a question in there. Since we're, this is like I've mentioned several times this episode, this is our season finale, and I want to start 
trying to schedule guests for next season. And I'd like to know who you guys would like to hear us or like to have like us to have on here. I don't it doesn't matter what company it company it is. Big big, small. I'll try and make it happen. I have my I have my ways. I I, I don't really, but I'll say <laughs> that I do. <laughs> but I'm interested who you guys would like to hear. You'd like to get to know a little bit better. Content creators, companies, whoever it may be, or if even you want to be on the podcast. Yeah. We're open to that too. One of our best guests uh, to date was um, when uh, Nick suggested uh, that case company, crack and case company. So Mike says, how far are we from Keanu Reeves? (laughs) Well, shh. Sam's hoping people will forget about that. No, no, we got we got a ways to go. We got about I don't know, like eighty episodes yet, and it's not looking super promising. If I'm (laughs) if I'm completely honest, Mike, but I've not given up hope yet. Keanu's a good dude, so maybe we'll just freaking get get real damn lucky. Maybe I'll just tweet at him every single day for the next two years. You guys got to start sharing the podcast. Is what you got to do, and then maybe we can get Keanu. We're yeah. relying on you to do the heavy lifting here to get Keanu because <laughs> we don't have a clue what we're doing. <laughs> no, we're just drinking whiskey and having a good time. That's for sure. Okay. That's going to be the show. Thank you everyone for stopping by. Be sure to listen to our entire catalog of podcasts on most ba- major podcast providers and also on our website. If you enjoy what we do and you want to help support the show, Check out our subscribe star page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum on lifeshortlivefree.com and our Discord server, which is much more active. If you aren't aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Twitch, and our website. We would love for you to come get involved in the conversation. Check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com and on Facebook, along with Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and also Facebook. And that's the show, folks. Take us away, Sam. Yeah. Nick says we're going to have Keanu for the his premiere of the new John Wick movie. Yeah, because that'd be, this would be the place he'd come for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks for sticking around. We appreciate it. I will be around a little bit during the break. Make sure you guys don't forget about us. But, uh, yeah, so the next time we talk to you, remember, life show live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. I'll be a God in this messy